and welcome to Beaver Does Movies. Uh, James is here uh, once again. It's nearly the end of March, I'm thinking, uh, depending on when it is. And we have a special guest, a listener recommended. This month, for some reason, everyone that's been recommended, I've tried to get it all in the month of March, especially after the Lifetime movie month, which was absolutely the worst thing I've ever done. I decided to kind of bring it up and bring some... Uh, some fresh blood, because pretty much everyone that I have has not spoken to me since. <laughs> well, hopefully I can live up to the hype here. Yeah, because you... I, I had um, I had people watching Lifetime movies. Oh, no. And everyone that was there yeah. has not returned any of my phone calls. So, like, so like Beverly Hills 90210 and oh, Full House. And... Uh, uh, we did the Unauthorized Saved by the Bell. Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we also did Cyber Seduction. Yeah. Which is about a guy who um, watches too much porn. Oh, I, I, I wish you would have had me on those ones. I, I actually really enjoy those ones. Oh, no. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I looked for for some of those that weren't in the States or, yeah. or, in, or in Canada, and I was able to find one on In Excess. And oh, it was no. only released in, in Australia. Oh. And, man, you want to talk about a cheesy movie, a cheesy Lifetime movie? That's the one to watch. Yeah. Uh, we also did uh, Psycho Granny. Okay. Which was out last year. Yeah. It was one of two that came out in the year 2019 about crazy grandmas. Was it like, was Ian Zeering in that one or? Uh, no. No. Uh, Nana and a visitor from Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. was the uh, killer grandma. Yeah, and awesome, then there's awesome. another one. It's kind of like the movie Stepfather, but yeah. instead of a stepdad, it's, it's a, a, grandma. Cra- a crazy grandma. Uh, I couldn't believe that in the year 2019, they, they thought, what's, what's happening right now? Grandmas. <laughs> Uh, the guy you are hearing right now is uh, recommended. He's one of the the top two recommended for the year 2020 to come on, Mr. Curtis Houston. How you doing, James? Thanks no. for having me, man. It's been no. I've, I've heard I've heard a lot of good things yeah, about you. Thank you, thank you. I've listened to part part of your podcast. Yeah. Obviously, Stefan Richards, my best friend. He's yeah. had you on his podcast many times. Fantastic. But we've guy. never met. Like we know everybody. We have, we have so many we've, mutual friends. We've pretty much been circling each other. For we're sure. almost arm wrestling each other. Right up, yeah, that you know. Yeah. And I, you know, I could. I don't know if you want me to wait, but I could tell you a quick story. Like, um, go ahead. I'm like, for the last three years, I'm really big into fitness, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you see my videos. Yes. I do a lot of powerlifting and stuff like that. Yeah. You're not gonna believe this, but you actually played a part in that. Really? You, I, I think it may have been um, Stefan's podcast. Yeah. Three or four years ago. You talked about keto. Yes. And I'd never really heard... I, I was starting to hear a little bit about the keto diet. Yeah. And I actually tried it. Yeah. And it worked for me. Yeah. And it sent me on like this like fitness journey. It's holy, crazy. Holy crap. Crazy, man. Yeah, holy so we have a lot of connection, man. Oh, you, don't, you don't know it. Holy. Now you do. Like I said, we've been circling each other. That's fantastic yeah. to hear. Fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Really, really having it... Oh, Surprise, eh? Yeah, I, I, it might have been. I don't know if it was Stefan or, or Rogers. One, uh, one of the two. It was Stefan's on the other six. Okay, cool. I think cool. it was like episode 50 or something. Right. Like, it was like before the end because yeah. for some reason for the longest time I would show up on a podcast and it would just end. Yeah. So, but luckily. So James yeah. James Beaver sent me on that that uh, that fitness journey and yep. here I am, man. Fantastic. Like, here I am doing your podcast. Hey, there we go. We've uh, come full circle. That's right. And so the movie that we paid, and because I, what, the one thing when I look at you, I notice you like you're jacked. I'm, I'm, you're jacked. I'm trying, man. You're I'm trying. Arm, it's uphill battle. Your arms are as big as my head, <laughs> and I have a big head as it is. So I decided the perfect movie we should watch is Sylvester Stallone's epic, Over the Top. 
1987. I and I loved every minute of it. I love yeah. I love eighties movies. Yes. I love Sly Stallone. Um, I love the music. Yeah. Right. I, and the cheesiness. Uh, the cheesiness of it, and uh, gu- guaranteed. Uh, I checked the, uh, the 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 soundtrack. Frank Stallone is in there. Oh, nice. So he has to be. Yeah. 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 Big Brother Sly always has to give him a spot. <laughs> yeah. Even it, like even later Rocky is right. Actually, yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. since the start, because he was one of the uh, one of the crooners, right? One, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. And so, what I want to ask you is, you you like eighties movies? What is your relation to over the top? Like, so I was trying to figure out. I used I used to play uh, a video game for Nintendo back in the day, and I'm pretty sure it was Track and Field, and one of the stages was arm wrestling. Yeah. So the um, it wasn't Lincoln Hawk or Lincoln Hawks or Link Hawk. Well, I like to talk about that later too. That, that's like, another story. It's like Dave Eagle or something. Something like that. Like yeah. that. yeah, yeah. And they had the 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 villain, the uh, antagonist, yeah. big dude with the glasses. Yeah, they used another name for him too. But that was your your mission was to was to beat him, beat him, yes. go over the top on him. Yeah. So um, that was that was one of my things as a kid, always doing that. And I lived through the era of of arm wrestling, where like yeah. I would just be at like random family gatherings and seeing my uncles. Like oh just doing oh the, yeah let's let's oh, have an arm yeah. wrestling you know let's let's yeah. have, have an arm wrestling competition yeah and just for no 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 apparent reason just bringing out the table and doing that oh wow so yeah that was a huge thing back back in the day it's actually funny because the only reason why I picked arm wrestling was because you jacked but there's actually a lot more to it which is kind of funny <laughs> there's, there's a lot to it <laughs> yeah, yeah for it, sure it, I lived through that whole era man my, my, yeah I, like the whole era of bravado and and macho uh, and, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of macho in this movie oh no, it's so, forever. Especially, it's oozing machismo. Especially towards the end. Because I noticed it's like, it starts off as this drama. And then it just kind of just goes up into this crazy machismo. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, and like, it, it had been, man, 30 years since I yeah. watched it. So I, for, I totally forgot about it. I mean, obviously I yeah. knew what it was about. It was about arm wrestling. But I forgot it was about a son and a father coming together yeah. and going on that journey and them learning about each other and yeah. so like if you watch the first like 25 minutes it's weird all of a sudden they're like having dinner and then um it's it like like slice bones like taking on a challenger someone just comes up and challenges yeah. them to, to arm wrestling match it kind of ambushes you yeah it's way. like oh, oh weird yeah. okay okay here's where we're going right like yeah so yeah and yeah, and we'll talk about that a lot more. We're actually, we're actually so excited to actually get into this. Yeah. Uh, the only thing when I remember this movie was uh, the arm pulley thing to like kind of get his arm ready. Yeah. And him putting his hat backwards. In the, tr- oh, in the truck. In the truck. Like in the, the tr- yes, yeah, yes. That's the only thing I can remember from this movie. And something to do with his son. Yeah. I, d- I didn't remember any... I didn't even remember like that the whole grandfather aspect. Yeah. So, I... I think we're getting to the point now where we're kind of like chomping at the bit to like deep into this movie. Oh, for sure. So I say we take a break. Sounds good to me. Spin our hats backwards. Yeah. And get into this. Let's do Hey, pull the table. Let's have an arm wrestling match. No. <laughs> no, you'll break my arm. It'll be like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Anyway, so we'll be right back and then we will be going over the top. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a fun and unique fundraising alternative? Ditch the frozen cookies, holiday calendars, and bingo balls. Have your sports team, organization, or nonprofit raise some real dough 
by trying a Quizlers Quiz Night fundraising alternative. Quizlers is a 12-round fun and interactive quiz game experience. Teams are formed and compete against one another on a variety of exciting topics. It's interactive, it's social, it's trivia. Follow us on Facebook by searching at Quizlers, on Instagram at Quizlers Winnipeg, or call us today at 204-793-4202. Mention the discount code BeaverDoesMovies to receive 15% off your next Quizlers booking. And we are back, and we are back for Over the Top. Uh, 1987, this movie came out. Uh, I was only two years old. I was five. Oh, so this is uh, well within our childhood. Uh, I remember when I was younger, we would have a uh, like a, a VHS store and an arcade. So it was like two of my loves in one place. Yeah. And that was one of the movies I would often take out along with uh, The uh, the Wraith and anything with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. No Holds Barred. For sure. Yeah. That movie though. <laughs> We, that, that's aged badly. Where I grew up too, we had uh, a place called Star Video, and uh, even back in the day, it was like um, I think it was like two dollars a rental. Ooh, and, and you, like yeah, like like later on, it got it got so cheap, it got to the point where it was like fifty cents for ten days, whatever. But back in the day, you could rent uh, a, rent a VHS for two bucks and have it for three days. Yeah. So always like it was always like Stallone, Schwarzenegger. Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Um, Carl Weathers, right? Like, uh, or the Action Jackson. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, my big thing, what I would like to do was, would there be an arcade next door? I knew the deadline time. Oh, yeah. So what I would do is I would put a couple of uh, 50Ps into the into the games and wait for the time to click. So as, as soon as that time was in, I had every movie available to watch. Nice. So nice. that I was there first. That's smart. That's yeah. smart. And one of, one of them that I would often get was this. So I'm reading right now, I'm reading the Wikipedia because uh, I like to look upon stuff. And it's directed by a man named Menahem Golan. If you don't know that name, he's actually the co-owner of Canon Films. Oh, wow. And if you know Canon Films, that's pretty much where our childhood comes from. Right. Like, Canon Films pretty much did it everything well I, I, then. I, I remember seeing that and in another one that always come up was Orion Orion yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm looking I'm looking right now at some of the movies Enter the Ninja Revenge of the Ninja Ninja Free the Domination Breaking Breaking to Electric Boogaloo uh, Life Force The Barbarians Runaway Training 3D Treasure of the Four Crowns Missing in Action um which was a Rambo cash Yeah, all, all great soundtracks, too, that probably feature Giorgio Moroder. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've, they've done so much. Just I'm just looking at like their filmography. They, did, they, they actually were going to be the original guys to bring out Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Until everything kind of went down the tubes. Yeah, yeah. I think that was actually the one that was going to be directed by James Cameron. The, the Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, before Sam Raimi did it with yeah. Sony, yeah. Uh, Canon had the rights, and they were going to have James Cameron direct it. Wow, that would have been he wanted, cool. The only thing is, he wanted to change so much. Yeah, I'm guessing it would have been a whole different kind of universe, and um, yeah. And Who knows, maybe he'll be the guy behind Miles Morales if they ever do that one. Yeah, well, um, Sam Raimi is doing Doctor Strange. I heard, I heard. Yeah, and yeah. It, maybe James Cameron, but I think he's too busy with Avatar. Yeah. Like, it's taken ages. How long has that been in the works, though? I think, like, 10 years? 
Wow. Yeah, it's been super long. So maybe that's his next um, Titanic. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe this eclipses the first Avatar. Yeah. But which? I'm, oh, there's gonna be. I think he's got like three on the go. Like he's making in a row, and he's nice. gonna like rip them out. This was also based on a, uh, a Stallone script as well. <laughs> so funny enough, this movie cost twenty five million to make. Twenty five million. Yeah, I think probably ten million. That was on the truck alone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. The 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 scene where they go and like he breaks into like the mansion, like yeah, like the grandpa's mansion. Pretty much. That's probably the twenty five yeah. million right there. Probably five million for Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Ter- yeah, yeah. He, he deserves it. Five hundred to Scott Norton just for showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, sixteen million it made back. So yikes. yikes. <laughs> Especially a Stallone eighties movie, yeah. you would think they would make a lot more. Well, eighty seven, like that Rocky Five was out that time. Uh, no, it? no, that was in the nineties. Sorry, no, the Rocky Rocky Four. This I'm was uh, a staggered release. Yeah, and it came on the heels of Rocky Four. Rocky Four, right? Which was peak Stallone, right? Yeah, and so unfortunately, it didn't make that much, and it's a shame. Yeah, because I, if I really would like them to do a franchise of over the top. They should bring it back, like yeah. I don't know, starring like uh, I don't know Liam Hemsworth or something. Yeah, <laughs> make the kid grown up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, you know, because Stallone is always wanted to put one of his characters facing a supernatural force. Yeah, he threatened to do it with Rambo, where he's facing like a predator-style panther or something like That'd that, be cool. like an alien panther. Yeah, Can you imagine if he did it like where instead of it being the world ch- championship, it's like a universal championship. Where he fights like a six-armed monster and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Just go full silly. Well, I, I hope like I, I think I think they're waiting on like arm wrestling to blow up again. Yeah. Once that happens, like I'm so, they I'm probably so, have that 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 script's probably in the can somewhere. They could always pivot it because the big thing right now is slap contests. There you go. That's exactly. Yeah. It's funny you say it because while we we're watching it, that, yeah. that's what I was thinking of too. Yeah, it's like, kind of it's kind of like the '80s version of slap contest right. now. Yeah. So you never know. You could even like over the top, as in over the top of a slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like over the top because Stallone tried to do a couple of like franchise worthy stuff. I know he's tried with over the top. There was Tango and Cash. Great. Uh, Cobra. That was his baby. Yeah. I did that with James Cobra. And it had a great villain and everything. It just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the reason why it didn't work was because Stallone wasn't screaming. Like, fully. He needs to scream. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you notice in this movie, Stallone is very patient and quiet. Yeah. And I don't think it works for Stallone. No, he needs to he be He needs to be screaming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, like, you're totally right. He needs, like, that, um, where he, like he's always the underdog, right? Like, that, yeah. that's that's vintage Stallone. Yeah. But you're, you're he right. Casts, he, he needs more a of a voice. Of, he often casts people a lot taller and bigger than yes, him. Yes, yes. Even though he's a big guy, like, in, he, he can't in, like, be that looks. He can't be that quiet, aloof character. Yeah. He's got to be, what the, what the title suggests, he's got to be over the top. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so, because I was watching... I watched this last minute. And I had my headphones on. I had it full blast. And I couldn't understand half of what he said sometimes because he was kind of like, I, I "What are you the same saying?" Thing. I thought I, that's exactly what I thought, and it's like, um, 
I know like early Rockies and stuff. Like I, I, I've, I've watched some of the documentaries where they talk about where he needed to go to like speech therapy and yeah. things like that. I don't know what happened to this one. They just reverted no. back to yeah to that. And... I think he kind of wanted to try and play a nice guy rather than a screaming idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, it made him look even just, worse. Just your average trucker that's trying to be a- good and an average to raise trucker with like the amazing technique. Yeah, <laughs> if you notice, he has like the technique where yeah, the, has, the, where the fingers come over like the over the top. Yes, yes. Yeah. I wonder if Scott Norton taught him that. I, if you remember in Chris Jericho's book, apparently Scott Norton pulled him aside and said, hey, you do it this way and you can always win. Always win, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So I wonder if uh, Scott Norton on the set taught him that. It might have been. It might It might have been that, that scene where he talks, where he's, he was telling his son about, you know, it's all in the body. Yeah. It's not so much the arm. As soon as you get that body and you go yeah. over the top, that's what you get. Yeah, that. pretty much. Yeah, so it, it, obviously, yeah, he, he probably played a big part in it because... Scott Norton was the world champion. Yeah, this was like was this this was like he was kind of moonlighting between wrestling. And yes, on, yes, on I wrestling. think I think he was just starting, and then I think he did some stuff with AWA. Yeah. a couple years later, and then he switched to WCW. WCW, and then New Japan had a huge became an amazing Gaijin. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, like considered one of the best. Like, Absolutely. When, whenever you think of Gaijin in New Japan, he's usually like the, yeah. the standard there. IWGP heavyweight yeah. champion. Yeah, my. And also my pick whenever I played WCW versus NWO. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, on the uh, THQ engine, I always picked Scott yeah. on. Just got those power moves. Yeah. 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 With the brick pants and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And he, like, I remember, you know, I, I was fairly young when, you know, when I was introduced to Scott Norton and, and his wrestling and stuff. And like, there was always big dudes. And like, you know, as a kid, the people would be like, they'd pick apart people's physiques and like, oh, he's a fat dude or whatever. Yeah. Not Scott Norton. Like, he was just always, like, he was big, yeah. but he was jacked, right? And, like, and he just had this face where yeah. you can't even tell, talk about him when you're in your living room because you're worried he's going to hate Exactly. You. You're exactly. terrified that, wait a minute, he might hear me if, if he can, like, hear for the TV. For sure. It transcends that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, my biggest disappointment was that uh, his tag team vice train never did well. No, <laughs> yes. Yes, I, of Fire course. Fire and Ice. A Fire and Ice, of course. Yeah, I, that. I, I was a big fan of Ice Train because... In England, WCW would be on TV. Yeah. It kind of replaced World of Sport. Right. And Ice Train was like one of the hyped up guys. Yeah, yeah. I started watching it. Yeah. And then I'm like, what happened after the Ice Train? Yeah. Oh. Apparently he was just the shits though. Yeah. Like, that's what that's Which what is it. Yeah. Which is too bad, right? Like, like when we watch it as kids, we, we would never know that. We just yeah. know what's cool and who looks awesome and yeah. who we like. We exactly. don't know... We don't know that Brutus the Barber Beefcake sucks and yeah. that Ice Train isn't the best worker. I, I, I like the Ice Train too. Yeah. And uh, on the WWF side, Ahmed Johnson. Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Who, yeah. who would ever thought? Oh, I like, loved Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Just screaming and yeah. just blabbering everywhere. It, it, it broke my heart. Like when I, as you know, as when, when I when I got into my teens and I started yeah. figuring out the internet and there, you know, I was reading some of the Meltzer stuff and then yeah. to find out that Ahmed Johnson was a piece of shit. Hurting people like, and yeah, stuff like that. I was like, oh, really? Like, I, yeah. I, Oh, that's too bad. Like I love Robert Johnson. Yeah. And then and then later on you hear the stories of like Ron Simmons was the reason that he doesn't wrestle anymore. Yeah. He pretty much kicked the shit out of him. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Simmons like pretty much put his toe in his liver and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But then, and then like they tried to get into sell for China. Yeah. And wouldn't do it. Apparently his re- reply was, "No bitch is gonna hit me." Jeez. That was like that was pretty much. Could you imagine that? Like, like verbatim, just like no bitch is gonna hit. Oh me. my Jesus, goodness. Ahmed. Calm down. He he's stuck in that over the top era. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, for a, a long time around that era, it was him and Pierre Carl Ouellette. 
Yeah. For some reason, he just kind of... Like the heat seekers, like they're just always yeah. had issues with people. Yeah, no, well, Pierre Olet, he just had issues in Montreal with uh, Ke- Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, yeah, yeah. But he was someone that, he looked cool, but he just had had some issues. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, with yeah. The yeah I see, I see what you're saying, yeah. And yeah. luckily now, he's had like such a resurgence. Yeah. With like Ring of Honor. Right, and, right. You know, wrestling for WPW. The, the, the first WPW show we ever did. Yeah. We, we featured PCO, which was awesome. And then he exploded. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably, you know what? Uh, I want to say the last ever independent wrestling um, appearance that he made was yeah. for WPW. Before he like went full on to Ring Correct. of Honor and stuff yeah. like that. And he's doing amazing. World won, champion. Won the world title. Yeah. Uh, lost it recently to Rush. Yeah. But he's still doing amazing. Crazy guy. Yeah. Uh, helped garner a lot of like wrestling names too. For sure, uh, Kevin Steen, El Generico. He's like had a yeah. big hand in training those guys. For sure, him and him and Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, like for the longest time, Kevin Steen was trained by uh, Jacques Rougeau. Jacques Rougeau. But yeah. then he was kind of gatekeeping, like, oh, you can't. Stand yeah. Him. You know, look, local bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> local bullshit. You know about that. Oh, you yeah. know. You, I'm, I'm starting to learn. I mean, you know, I'm. You know, I'm around now, so I. Yeah. You know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> It's peacocking. That's right. <laughs> anyway, speaking of peacocking, let's go into over the top. I, my, the first thing I want to fully talk about is the kid. Yeah. We're not gonna go through the movie. We're just gonna go through our aspects. But I want to talk about this goddamn kid. Yeah. What is wrong with him? Like, like at the start, five, five crying scenes. Yeah. That, that I remember. Yeah. It might be more. There might be more. But might be more. That's what I remember. But five. I'm talking about the the beginning. Yeah. Just a, just an android. Yeah, like the military and military, like just yeah, blank slate, sir, sir, yes, sir, no, yeah. sir, and then just bad mouthing his dad. Yeah, even though he's just his mum's probably been talking nice about him. That that's but that I don't know that like that's the issue with the movie. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like there wasn't enough of a backstory, and I thought we would learn about it throughout the movie, and yeah. we kind of didn't. You know, like. It was just one of those things, like, he my, just won his love over yeah, with the arm wrestling. Like, my my interpretation of it is he got her pregnant, but because of the because of the father, he wasn't allowed to see her. And yeah. the father is pretty well connected. Well, enough, wealthy dude. Wealthy yeah. to keep him away. Yeah. And even though he tried, like, you, you see him sending all the letters and he pretty right. much engaged them and took... Like stashed them away. I'm thinking what happened was it's it was kind of like a, an affair that they had together. But then when he found out, it says, "Do not come close, or I'll shoot you on sight." But the thing that I see, I I thought about that too. But there's the one scene um, where they're in the I don't know, is it the dean's office or the principal's office? And he presents his oh, son. Oh, the military. The, yeah. the picture, the wedding picture. Yeah. So, but you don't see the dad. Oh, so yeah. maybe they eloped. Maybe maybe they eloped, like you know, went to so Vegas or stuff like that. Obviously, there's an issue. There's there, definitely an issue with, with what he does. And, and, and he, you can see from this movie that they were planning from the seat of their pants. Yes. Like, it's pretty, oh, yeah. pretty much, oh, this happens. Oh, oh. Yeah. Forget that part. Like. That kind of, that kind of situation. You like, booking see, on the fly, basically. Yeah, it was. It yeah. Was, it was like Eric Bischoff wrote this movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. because it's just so much on the fly and the kid's age kept changing because you hear like, oh, I haven't seen you for 10 years. You And then the the grandfather saying you haven't seen him for 12 years. Yeah. It's like you're 11 years old. Yeah. And then even down to names. 
Yes. Like you were mentioning. Oh my goodness, that that was the the part that um, I I was able to overlook it because again, right? I enjoyed yeah. the bravado of it, and yeah. that it brought me back to that era of like you know watch everything's macho, but the one thing they couldn't get they couldn't be consistent with is his name. Like <laughs> he's Link Hawk, he's Lincoln Hawk, he's yeah. Hawks, he's Hawk. Yeah. You know, like is it is it Hawks? Is it Hawk? Is it Lincoln like maybe his name is Lincoln Hawk, but for, because there's like no internet, people are just getting his name wrong. Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a, there's the one scene where like the like the grandpa is like yelling at him and he goes, "Hawks." Yeah. And I'm like, "You just called him Lincoln Hawk like last year." Yeah, yeah. So where does the Hawks come from, right? It's it's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't stick to his name. No, no. Yeah. It would have been funny because it's Lincoln Hall. It just you keep kinda of hearing him but you can't right. actually like understand like Lincoln Hall. <laughs> throughout. Um and the arm wrestling aspect. do you think if they removed the arm wrestling aspect and made it like an underground fighting thing? Oh yeah, you I think like you, a bare knuckle you could have inserted any kind of exactly. like, macho sport, yeah. and it, it would have made sense. Yeah, I think they couldn't do anything like physical because it would be too much like Rocky. Right. So they kind of had to put something close enough, yeah. and they chose arm wrestling. Right. And the whole idea behind it being arm wrestling, like the introduction. Yeah. Because you see Stallone with his son. His son's being an asshole. Yeah. Because he is. He's he's, right. a, he's a fucking asshole. He's telling him, don't eat steak. And then he's like, don't have KFC. And, yeah. then, and then it's just like tuna on bread. With yeah. Water. I'm like... Like, you're, you're going to die with your cholesterol yeah. being high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? You, I just, you still got, you got me thinking a little bit. Like, you're absolutely right. You, you could you could have put any kind of combat sport in there and it would have made sense. Yeah. But if you fast forward a couple of years, the movie Wizard? Yes. It's the same movie. It pretty much is. It's the same movie. Yeah. Just replace... Um, Arnold from Wonder Years was still best as Right, right. And yeah. you know they're on the they're they're on a, a countrywide journey together, and they're trying to figure out each other. They they even have a cool kid. Yes, with a mullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because in the middle of the movie, he teaches him how to be an arm wrestler. And yeah. You got a, a kid. He has like wristbands, a sweet mullet, like yeah, a yeah. cut off denim, and then a fanny pack. Right. He definitely had a fanny the pack. Pr- the prototypical yeah. bully of the eighties. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like. Kill yourself. I'm like, Jesus, kid. Yeah. Like, you, you, can't, you couldn't say it. Like, could you imagine that in 2020? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, it, like if you see a movie now and it can never like, kill yourself, I'm like, Jesus, kid. Yeah. I'm but like, oh, that whole scene was funny, too, <laughs> because he's like, oh, I don't want to do it. He's just being a little. Yeah. This kid was a bit of a whiner. He was. He yeah. Was, he yeah, was yeah. really yeah. made to be a whiner. Yeah. And even as the movie went on, you figured with him interacting with his dad, yeah. he would kind of like. Grow up here, right? But no, he cries even more. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's insufferable throughout the movie. Yeah, you you kind of want to like, hey, get together, but no, you don't care. I was yeah. actually looking forward to him being kidnapped. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> when yes. he was about, I'm like, just take, him. just take him and like, like, yeah, let 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 Lincoln Hawks do his thing. Have have it be the big mission of the of, yeah. of him. If I win this contest, I get my son back. And that would have made sense. Yeah. The 80s, 80s movie, yeah. that makes sense to exactly. me. Exactly. It makes sense to me in wrestling, yeah. right? Like, and then the mum, she starts off, I thought she was dead. I thought she was dead. And then she shows up, I'm like, what? Yeah. Because the way they're talking about her or anything, it's like in a past tense. And, and that too, the, the whole relationship, right? Did he leave her? 
Yeah. They're, uh, they're not divorced. They're it still so married. They're still married. The way he's talking to her on the payphone. He told her he loved her. Yeah. And she said, I love and you too. Really and nice. I, want, I want you to take care of him yeah. and make amends with my dad. Yeah. If, so. If yeah. they had a scene where, he's, where the dad says, I told you, you can't see her anymore. Yeah. And that includes my grandson. And you know what? And they had a montage for everything else. Yeah. Why, just montage that. Yeah. Just montage what happened like, yeah. leading up to it. Kind of them yeah. meeting, getting married, yeah, and then yeah. him pointing a gun at him yeah. and stuff like that. That would have been perfect. Now, let's talk about the music. For what it was, I really enjoyed the music. Me too. Uh, Kenny Loggins, Frank Stallone. The, the, Amazing. The essential 80s uh, soundtrack mm. singers. My issue was, I think for the subject, it didn't work. Mm, mm. I think it was too kind of poppy. I think more of a rocky kind of music would suffice I like rather than the crooning sound rock see my my favorite soundtrack of all time is Rocky 4 yeah No Way Out oh, No yeah. Easy Way Out mm. um, uh, Burning Hearts yeah right um, and that makes sense to me yeah so I was waiting for that like you said I was waiting for like, that, 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 that big yes like that big yeah. guitar riff I got it at the end with the over the top one like the over the top yeah you know we did that but yeah there could have been some some. I feel it was the kind of and I think that was done by Eddie Vedder oh that makes sense yeah yeah. Uh, apparently uh, it was originally meant to be sung by Asia yeah but then they switched it last minute because really? it didn't sound hard enough yeah and if, going with Eddie. and if that one didn't and if that wasn't like the hard the hardest strike I would hate to hear that one yeah yeah because that one's was uh, pretty soft. Yes, it, it yes. Was a, it was a lot of soft rock. Yeah. When for what it was, it, it should have gone harder. Right, right. In my so like they were caught, they were caught in between like uh, like a Rocky Four and like Top Gun. Yeah. With the soundtrack, Some take my breath away stuff. Yeah. Um, what was it? Because yeah, because uh, the one that actually says when he when he talks about it, he says I would have made it less glossy and set it more in an urban environment for one. Next, I would have not used a never-ending stream of rock songs, but scored music instead. And most likely, would have made the event in Vegas more ominous, not so carnival-like. <laughs> that that end con- like contest was so just over the top. Yeah. And pun intended. Yeah. And the funny thing was, I really did enjoy the interviews. It felt yes, it, yes. It felt like it was real. It was like a real fight thing, and it felt like it was inspired by yeah. WWF. Yes, oh, it, definitely. definitely. You, you would see on like yeah. you know, WWF superstars, yeah, the interviews and everything like that. Yeah, <laughs> I realized Stallone's. He's just like, I just want the truck. That was the best part of it. Like yeah. that, that helped me understand his character a little yeah. bit too. That yes, like he's not the most flashiest dude. Like maybe it was a casting issue because yeah, I didn't see Stallone as that. I see, like no. I see him as this like. Yeah. The man, and like for him to play down that character. Yeah. But you're right, like that that scene alone, right? Like, yeah, you know, the, the I don't care about the. Uh, I just want the truck. Just the truck. I, I yeah. just sold mine. Yeah. <laughs> also, seven got seven grand for this truck. And here's the thing: wouldn't wouldn't it be illegal to bet on yourself in in, in, in Vegas? Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he, it would have been funny at the end of the movie. Hey, you just won this. You're under arrest. Yeah, yeah. You know, for racketeering or whatever. 20 yeah. to 1 odds. Yeah. yeah. Betting on yourself. You, you technically can't do that. No, you can't. Because I remember no. there being like an issue when Floyd Mayweather was fighting McGregor. Right. And yeah. he said, oh, I'm, I'm betting on myself and apparently there's a big shit for sure about it. Because yeah, you can't vote. No. Because yeah. who... It'd be like voting, it'd be like betting 
against yourself. Yeah, so you can you take a fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was uh, funny. And this contest was like the most like spit filled, screaming. Yeah. Ever. Perspiration. Yeah. Smoke in the air. Yeah. A lot of dry ice being used. <laughs> oh, definitely. Laser beams. Yeah. You know, they got the uh, the uh, the big lights. Yeah. So, yeah. The only thing I appreciate that they included women too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, really appreciate it. Yeah, like, I, I like that too. Yeah, it kind yeah. of adds to it. Like, there's no character that's focused on female. Wise. Right. Yeah. And I'm yeah. surprised they didn't try and add like a female like uh, well, arm wrestler kind of. I, like, I think they showed. I think they showed one or two matches with the yeah. girl, with the ladies. I, I mean, making someone like an actual character. Oh, these days they went for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that would be like, the love. And it would be. It would be yeah, right. Like for sure. Like yeah. I, I, there's there is ladies out there that can do that. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be stretched to, to see uh, Yeah, that. you know, he meets her along the way and she kind of helps him and yeah, he kind of yeah. looks after the kid while he's working out yeah. and stuff like that. Ooh, I'd be into that. Um, let's talk about the grandpa. Do you, do you recognize the Absolutely. guy? Absolutely. That's that's the yeah. dude that does uh, from Big. Yeah. From, and he's also in Scarface. And he's in uh, Independence Day. Yes. As the general. Right, right. I, fantastic. He's yeah. that perfect gravelly badass he is, guy. He is, he is, yeah. And yeah. just completed the asshole perfectly. Yeah. And then his henchman, the one and only Terry Funk. Terry Funk. In a fucking suit. Yeah. He, he looks so uncomfortable. He does. Every scene in. Yeah. And you could tell as soon as the cameras or he was off, he was just tearing that right. shit off. Yeah. And yeah. it's just amazing. Just every scene he's in, you just eyes are focused on him because yeah. he looks like he's about to pop. He is, yeah. He's, and <laughs> he's doing his own stunts too. Like, yeah. I, I was looking for that. Like, I, I thought, you know, is he, is he, is he taking, ba- he's taking bumps here? That back bump through the window. Through the window, that's him. That's him. Perfect. For sure. For sure. I, I'm surprised, I was actually, because if you remember in Helen and Cell when he took yeah. the bump from The Undertaker and he, yeah. he left his shoes off, yeah. so it looks like he got choked. I was expecting his boots to be on the other <laughs> side. Uh, funny <laughs> enough, I think this is from when he met Stallone and then he ended up choreographing for Rocky Five. That, right. that final street fight, yeah, that was Terry Funk. Oh, really? Yeah, he carved so that. So obviously they're they're friends. They got to be friends outside. Oh yeah, of, you know. And like he's worked with a lot of people like Swayze. Yes, I was gonna say that. So so my wife actually watched it too. Yeah. And like that just goes to show with like like she has no idea about wrestling. She yeah. You know she's married to a wrestling promoter. Yeah. I love wrestling. Yeah. She'll walk out of the room when wrestling's on. Pretty much. But. With some, with she she like she's like she recognized Terry Funk. She's like, hey, that's the guy from Roadhouse. Yeah, I'm like, uh, that's Terry Funk. He's yeah, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. She's like, oh, of course he'd be a wrestler. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how would you how would you recognize him then? Yeah, she's like, well, I just recognize him from Roadhouse. Pretty much. And he has a, he has a screen presence. Yeah, right. Like, and I find that often. Um, what was it Stan Hansen in No Holds Barred? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, his whole scenes are just amazing. Dookie. Yeah, yeah. just screaming is. <laughs> I was actually saying when I did it with Stefan that he should have been the villain. Yeah. Just because he's so rough and tumble and watching Hulk Hogan and yeah. Stan Hansen wrestle on the big screen. Right. That would have blown minds. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they then went into the uh, afterwards storyline yeah. where Zeus came to, because he lost in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Vince McMahon watched this movie. Oh, for and sure. And was making like... Because I think this... Because the... the Weightlifting league that he had that was after the WBF, yeah, with Lex that was after, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was after, that was like nineties, right? Yes, like I wonder if he, I wonder yeah. if he was like looking into doing like arm wrestling. After I bet it. you, yeah. and like you think about it too, around that time, how many times they brought in an arm wrestling yeah. like thing into the ring, yeah, you know, and it would 
that's like the big gimmick. Yeah. Every yeah. time you got like a big strong guy, yeah. you always include like an arm wrestling. I remember WCW had an actual arm wrestling tournament. Oh. So like, yeah, like was that. it similar to Brawl for All? If you remember that, basically, but like it was a work tournament for sure. Yeah. And I remember there was one, there was one match. I don't know, if, it might have been Mark Merrow, where he didn't take off his glove. <laughs> so like they're like they're like you know they, well you got to take your glove off to, to to do this arm wrestling thing, and then it turned out like he was gonna take it off, and of course he throws a big punch and knocks whoever out, right? Yeah, he was Johnny Bibat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh God. And I remember there being like a bunch of British bulldog. Yeah, he would often bring people in for arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because like his whole thing was like he's a power guy. And yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's so there's like there's so much drama in a, in a, in arm wrestling match. Yeah. Imagine you see it right where you see, oh, he's almost losing. Yeah. And oh, the big comeback. Oh my goodness, yeah. is he gonna get him? No. Pretty oh, much. He's got him. Yes. Exactly. Over the top. He wins. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just like the, the strain. Yeah. I think they really did that well as well. For sure, for sure. I would actually have liked to see Stallone where they make it a bit more like darker and dingy. Yeah. I would have enjoyed that. I think that would have actually added to it. Especially yeah. what the initial at the bar. I think that was the best representation of arm wrestling. Yeah. With everyone around slapping each other, getting all pumped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Even down to Stallone's face. When he's walking, I'm like, holy shit, he means business. Yeah, yeah. Because he just has this like pure rage. Right. And it kind of gave me an understanding for the character. He kind of uses arm wrestling as an outlet for his rage. Yeah. And in any other time, he's just like a, a meek, quiet guy. Yeah, just about his, you know, going about his business. Yeah. Meat, meat and potatoes guy. Quiet. Driving his truck. Quiet as hell. Yeah. Can't hear him. Yeah. And then just the beast. Yeah. Right, like he says, right? Turns that hat around. <laughs> it's time to go. It's time to go. Yeah. 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 I, I, like I said, I, I was worried that. Like my nostalgia goggles was gonna ruin this for me, especially when watching it after so many years. I ended up enjoying this. Yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. yeah. It's such a good movie. Uh, even what was it? I even found myself. I was initially like, "What is this music from the first song?" But as the music went on, I was like, "Oh, this music's pretty good." Yeah, I'm actually gonna try and download every single song, <laughs> yeah. and then that's gonna, <coughs> that's gonna be my gym routine. Just. Working biceps. I might have to do the same. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to do the same. Um, anything else about this movie that you noticed? Um, there was one guy that was one, one of the uh, the arm wrestlers, and he was like the big roided up dude. I mean, they were all roided up, but this guy in particular, and he had the big fro, but I recognize him from a documentary called Bigger, Faster, Stronger. Was he the guy that beat uh, Stallone? Um, no, no, no. no. He, was, he was wearing a yellow, um, a yellow muscle shirt. But he's from this documentary called Bigger, Faster, Stronger. I remember that. Uh, and like his, uh, the middle brothers, like yeah, Chris Bell. So Chris yeah. Bell interviews him. They go to like they go to like um, uh, World's Gym or, or or Gold's Gym in, in Venice Beach, and he's living in his van, yeah. and he's oh. talking about how like you know that, that was the glory days of over the top, but he's still training because the glory days aren't over. He's just one call away. Oh yeah, right. So I'm like, hey, that's the dude. It's just constantly. That'd yeah. actually be a good movie in itself. Yeah, no doubt about like the. The heyday of doing all these contests and it's died down because of like boxing and MMA. Yeah, and now he's just ready for that moment. That is a good concept. And then he basically gets yeah. put into a slap contest. Could, could, yeah, there yeah. you go. Let's there write go. that. Let's let's write it. Can you can you imagine like like you know I, I thought back back to it because I hadn't watched an eighties movie in so long, but like it's that's what it is, right? Like the it, the whole theme of the eighties is either. You're strong. It's strong versus weak. Yeah. Right. And it's all about who has the most muscles, who has the most bravado, yeah. who doesn't give up. Yeah. Like 
man or know? if you don't have the most muscles you have the most heart yeah and determination yeah. it's, a, it's a straight competition yeah, yeah everything on your back everything's a competition yeah especially like in a movie like blood sport yes or where, the Bo- where yeah. bola young is just like this huge jacked right motherfucker right. but van damme has like the the power from his teaching yeah 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 his karate and shit like that yeah so so good with, with with that like it helps me understand myself a little bit why I, maybe i have a little bit of like this this um kind of issue with that where like I, I i need to i need to be that maybe i'm maybe i'm stuck in the 80s maybe like you know just watching all those as yeah. a kid pumping you up yeah and like, like that man, you yeah. know like I, i'm product of like wwf wrestling and, and oh these movies and like yeah. so for sure man that's right up my alley it is where it brings you competitive edge yes like yeah that. <laughs> uh before we go i really want to talk about bo hurley the pretty much kind of the, the the like final boss of this movie yeah, yeah. Um, when you first see him the the dude's sweating so much yeah. that you can see everything on his body right like it's just it's just all sweat when yeah. he walks in what the hell yeah because <laughs> he's wearing sunglasses and then he's wearing like this shirt yeah but you can just see like a small faint line in his like peck yeah. Where there's no sweat of touch and everything else is just sweating. And like, he's got those like those aviator glasses yeah. on with the bald head. Yeah. And he's like six foot foot eight maybe and jacked. His right? hand when it like yeah. grabs he's got the, the sun, big, it's just big meat claws. Yeah, like And then he's like, you know, you, you wanna go now or you wanna save it for Vegas? I'm like, oh this yeah. is, he's like the perfect final boss. For sure. I agree. I yeah, agree. When, like when you have an eighties movie, you cannot gotta have Especially in like a competition kind of thing, yeah. you've got to have your final boss be like either a swarmy prick, yeah. if it's like a cry movie or something, or a huge jack dude. Right. And funny enough, though, I kind of like that he wasn't a complete prick. Well, at the end, at the end, the, yeah, I was waiting for that too, and he kind of raises his hand, yeah. and like gives him a little bit of a smile, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, like he's a, yeah, you know, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, you get it, right? Mm. Right. Ah, that 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 was that was um, that was a surprising part for me. Mm. Yeah, and that's good though. I think maybe the arm wrestling federation or whatever kind of had a bit of a say, saying Could hey, be, yeah. Yeah. we don't want our guys being told for it. Actually, the guy in the semis turned out to be the bigger prick because he kind of beat him. Uh, Stallone beat him quick. Yeah, he was like screaming on oh, his face. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He, he was like, you would think Bull Hurley at the end would yeah. be like that screaming, but he's actually really no. Yeah, that that guy was like right up in his face though, like the whole time with it. And I think the backstory for him is that he's actually jail trained because if you notice oh, his hat, yeah, yeah, he has LA jail. That makes sense. Either yeah. that or he's a security guard. Yeah, so or just a roided up freak. Who like, just found all a the hat. I think all the above. Pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> security guard, but he was in jail. Yeah, because he's such a danger. They just gave him a job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you've been keeping order, so we kind of got it. That actually be a funny movie about a a, I, a guy who, who leaves prisons like. Shit's gone south since you left. We kind of got to hire you back again, man. I, I, I'd, I'd watch that one. Yeah, I'd be there for that. There's, one. So, there's so many. Uh, I'm actually trying to write a couple of movies. One right now is Murder Nana with starring Kevin Chevy. Really? You with, know what? Please give me, give me a spot. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I'd be a perfect Terry Funk henchman. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'd be a henchman in every one of your movies. Funny enough, <laughs> funny enough, Roger Boyer, who we were yeah. both friends with, his very first short film. I play a uh, henchman in, his, in the movie. Oh, yeah, and this is like this is going back like fifteen, no, maybe sixteen is years. Is it the so. um, the rent one? 
No, that that I I wanted to be at that one. I thought you were, I thought this, you would have been perfect for that. I, I would love to be at that yeah. one. And I had talked to Roger all the time, but I'm like, you know, when you write write a movie, get me in there. Yeah. But this one was like room three hundred two, I believe it was. Okay. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought you would have been perfect because it was kind of like a kung fu hustle kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. So I thought you know you being a huge dude, you would have been perfect. Well, I I Roger and I worked together for years. Yeah. We worked at the same group home together. So when he was writing this stuff. I was right there with him, and yeah, it's yeah, that's it's funny. cool, man. It's cool that that he uh, he went on, and that's who he does for a living. Uh, he's doing so good now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I actually, uh, might be working on something with him in the future. So nice, looking look forward to seeing to that. It. And so, yeah, Curtis, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, James, man. Yeah. I, ho- I hope we do it again, man. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. You're right. I love movies. I, I love film, man. I, yeah. I watch. Like, like that's that's my pastime when I'm when I'm Pretty not much. working or I'm not in the gym whatever or yeah. doing wrestling or like even I'm, when you're in the gym you're watching a movie yes oh for sure yeah, man yeah. I, no that's what pumps me up right like, yeah exactly yeah um, would you usually what we do with this movie is we usually throw in like a do you how would you watch this um, so you either could watch it on your own or you can watch it in a group or not even watch it at all so for me I would I would. I would watch it in the afternoon. Yeah. With if you have a, if you have a uh, a teenage child. Yeah. That's not familiar with the eighties bravado. Oh yeah. And not familiar with these kind of movies, it's 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 safe for a child to watch. Yeah. So I think you know like uh, father son kind of thing. Yeah. Father son bonded. Yeah, and 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 just you know kind of preface it with like preface it with, it's gonna be a little cheesy. Yeah. But it's a good movie. And try and watch this movie. With, with like your teenage son yep. and not have him challenge you to an arm wrestling oh, contest oh it's on oh it's on for sure you know it is yeah. you know it is Yeah, pretty much yeah. anyway so thank you very much Curtis uh, Thanks, James. before you go man just uh, say whatever you what, what you need to say anything coming sure. up sure well, well you know how, how we know each other is we have a lot of mutual friends and yes. a lot of our mutual friends um, are big supporters of my business which yeah. is First Row Collectibles yeah and uh, that's uh, I'm at firstrow.ca uh, I have comic books, sports cards, autographs, movie collectibles, so yeah, all that kind of stuff. I'm also at the Antique Mall at the Johnston Terminal at the Forks. In the basement. Uh, in the basement. I've been there many times, and it's a fantastic. Yeah, open seven days a week, so if you can get, get down there, go check it out. Yep. Um, I also uh, promote wrestling in the city, uh, WrestleMax, yeah. which just came off uh, of a show two weeks ago with Colt Cabana. What? Sold out show. We have, we've had two shows in the city, both sold out. Sold out. Uh, we do something a little different. We have wrestling and live music, yeah, which is a little different take it, than most guys, most people are doing in the city. Yeah. It's, um, it's a different thing. It's one of the hottest tickets. In yeah, town, yeah. And in you know, like, I love wrestling, man. You know, yeah. like uh, I've said it before. You know, my all the things that we do is just based on what um, what Andrew at PCW did, what uh, Danny at CWE yeah. is doing, what uh, the boys at WPW are doing. Yeah. You know, it's all the things that we love about wrestling, and we're just adding the, a few more elements to it. Yeah, and making it enjoyable. Adding your own flavor. Yeah, yeah, yes. So yeah, yeah like if if you can, and we have an event, any kind of events, hopefully you guys can come out and support that. Definitely. Um, yeah, man. It's just yeah. you know, and other than that, just um, I'm online. You can see me. You know, add me on Facebook, um, on Twitter, on uh, FirstRow.ca. Oh no, sorry, First Row Collect on Twitter. Don't worry, I'll make sure that it's actually cool. in the uh, description. So, but yeah, yeah, add me up, man. Like I, I like talking, talking wrestling, I like talking movies, yeah, collectibles, comics, all that good stuff, man. Curtis, thank you so much. Thanks, and, James. Uh, see you later. Thanks. Perfect.